This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome everybody to Wrestling with the Week, a beautifully executed frog splash on what's happening in the world over the last seven days. I'm your host, James Willems, joined as always by the face of the revolution, Scorpio Sky. James, what a week. <laughs> yeah, bigger for you than it was for me, that's for sure. <laughs> How are you doing, yeah. Sky? Um, I'm doing good. Ups, downs. Mm-hmm. This week has been crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this pin when I talk a little bit today because you know I feel like guys just look like they know what they're talking about a little bit better when they hold a pin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's been it's been a hell of a week. Starting you know Revolution, Dynamite. We got so much to get into. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's things outside of wrestling. What a week. <laughs> what a week. Just because it's on the brain, let's start Let's start with Revolution. Um, if you haven't already checked it out, we did a very special bonus episode uh, that went up uh, on Wednesday of last week where we kind of had got our immediate reactions to, to Revolution and more specifically your ladder match where you became the face of the Revolution. I mean, you, I, in my opinion, you were before. It was just formalized during the ladder match. That ladder match was hard, man. Uh, My first match in two months and jumping right into deep water, like I talked about a few weeks ago, it was not easy. I'm still feeling it. You know, we're like Mm -hmm. a a week plus later by the time this comes out. And I mean, my back, my shoulder, my just, a ladder match is everything that it's built up to be. You know, we, we talk about it going into it. We talk about how it's like, you're going to come out and you're not going to be the same and that sort of thing. It, it, it really is accurate, man. Like mm-hmm. that one was one of the rougher ones. Yeah. Especially when you're going into it and maybe even stepping out of it thinking, Oh, I have a title shot because of this ladder match in only a matter of hours at this point. So I don't really have a lot of time to recover. And we're going to talk more about that too, because that took place on dynamite. Um, and I definitely have some questions for you about what transpired there. But um, there, that wasn't the only thing. There was a lot that took place at Revolution. I know you were probably pumped up backstage, so I don't know how much you actually got to like see. It's not like you're just sitting back there with your feet up watching the, watching the pay-per-view, of course. Um, but we finally saw stuff like the, the inner circle. Uh, Jericho and MJF took on the Young Bucks. This has been a tag team match that has been brewing for some time. And um, the repercussions from that have been pretty dire. I don't know if you have any thoughts there. Well, first off, I want to talk about how uh, I said in the past uh, that it's kind of a TV business now for wrestling. Mm -hmm. But to me, being an old school guy, a pay-per-view is still like there's just something special about it. And you feel it. Excuse me. You feel it. Mm-hmm. When you are there, um, as performers, we show up, we dress up a little bit better. We're feeling a little bit like a little more energy in our step. Um, the, the, obviously, there's new sets. Everybody debuts new gear. And the crowd is just a little bit more hype mm-hmm. on pay-per-views. And, and, and there's just something really special about it. Um, you you want to turn it up to the next level. You want to outperform everybody else. And it's such a fun environment to be a part of. Now moving on. The Young Bucks always deliver mm-hmm. in these big match situations. And I said that going into the match. I said in a big match situation when 
all everything is on the line, I'm always going to bet on the Young Bucks because they are big match players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a great match uh, with MJF Jericho against the Young Bucks. It was a really good match. I sat and I made a point to sit and watch it in the back, and the Young Bucks came out on top as they do yeah. many many times. Yeah, it's one of those things where you saw the confidence of the inner circle going into it, and uh, and when that confidence is shaken by the skills of the young bucks that there's going to be repercussions there. And, uh, and again, we're going to touch on dynamite as well. And the, those repercussions definitely, you can see, you can see when there are cracks in the foundation and, uh, and that's definitely the kind of thing that is going to shake out. If you lose a high profile pay-per-view match like that for the tag team titles. Um, also I would be remiss if I didn't mention the massive battle Royale that took place. That thing was huge. This it's a massive scale match. I, I completely I lost track of how many people in there. I watched it with uh, our producer Eric, and uh, at a certain point, we were thinking back on our own episode of this show, where we were making our predictions, and we didn't even have all the teams that were in that match accounted for when we were doing our predictions. They were just it just like people kept pouring out of the locker rooms. It was chaos, but it was pretty pretty awesome to see. Um, some, some of your, uh, old buddies were in there doing, doing work. I don't know, uh, how, how, what were your thoughts on that match? Yeah. I didn't even know they were going to be in it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, they, they, I don't know if they just like, were like, let's go, let's just, let's just run out there. Hey, play my music guy. Mm-hmm. You can do it. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought it was a, that, uh, you know, there aren't a lot of good battle Royals in wrestling, you know, it's just one of those matches. Mm-hmm. It's like. How many times have you ever been like, oh, man, that was an awesome battle royal. But this was actually an awesome battle royal. It mm-hmm. was good. I really enjoyed it. That was another one I sat and I watched. Those transitions and everything when it came down to the end with Jungle Boy and mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix, really, mm-hmm. really good. I think it definitely made people want to see more of them. And uh, it, it kept you guessing. You didn't mm-hmm. know who was going to win. It was a lot of fun, man. Again, Everybody turns it up a notch when it yeah. comes to pay-per-view, man. Yeah, I completely agree. It was a blast. I, I always like matches that you're excited for the winner, but the person who came in second place, you see the you saw the fight in them and like Jungle Boy sticking it out in that match, really going for it. It's like it's okay. It even if you didn't get that number one spot, maybe you didn't climb to the top of the ladder and grab that brass ring like some other superior athletes did, but that doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you didn't show what like show your stuff and make people excited to see what you have to to share with everything. And I definitely think that match set up a lot of teams in that way. It was really, really exciting. Um, a couple other things, because, again, we have some other things we want to talk about it and we don't want to just focus purely on wrestling. But I want to jump in. Hikaru Shida defended her title against uh, Ryo Mizunami. That was a knockdown drag. That was a, again, we, we kind of talked about it, I think, on our previous episode, but it felt like I was watching like an old school hardcore match. They were just beating the hell out of each other. Crazy. Um, big win. Big win for Sheeta. Uh, her yeah. first vi- uh, victory over uh, Rio. Um, uh, I, it's so hard for me. I, I mess up her name all the time. I apologize. But um, big win for her, you know, and mm-hmm. I and I if you remember I had my money on on Sheeta. You know, yep. uh, it's it's different. As I guess I found out, it's different beating contenders as mm-hmm. it is to beat the champion. And Sheeta has not lost a lot of matches in AEW. Sometimes it takes just being in the right position. You know, mm-hmm. like if you look at sports, whether it be football, uh, baseball, or basketball, whatever, 
sometimes you have a player and you see the potential, but mm-hmm. they're not quite what they you think they could be. And mm-hmm. then they go to a different situation, they're on a different team, and boom, they break out, they become superstars. Maybe mm-hmm. Sheeta just needed to come to AEW because since she's been in AEW, she has been a superstar. Mm-hmm. And she is really, really, really tough to beat. So yeah. uh, she she showed it. She's the champion for a reason. Great match. Uh, she's going to be tough to beat. Yeah, and I think, again, kind of like we mentioned about the Battle Royale, I don't think anyone's like, and that's the last we're going to be seeing of Ryu Muzanami. Like, 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 no, no, I don't think so at all. She's, she's, she's sticking around for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, and then also sticking around, there's a tag team match. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian uh, defeated Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Now, this is this is the kind of thing where you watch that match. And you're like, this isn't over. And it doesn't feel like it's over at all. Um, there's a lot of tension between these between these two teams. And I do think that when tension is on the line, uh, a win doesn't really mean anything. It's not closure <laughs> for 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 people like this. So. Uh, we're probably going to be seeing more of that going forward. Um, and then also, uh, of course, uh, Hangman Page defeating uh, Matt Hardy, winning that big money match. Where, where, where were our predictions on that one? I don't remember. Eric, do you remember where, what our predictions were on that one? Uh, I think uh, somebody said Matt Hardy and uh, somebody said uh, uh, Hangman Adam Page. Look, look, the predictions. Yeah, the predictions weren't the most important thing in okay. that pay-per-view the the, yes. the the important thing on that pay-per-view uh-huh. it's not about who won and lost but it's about who well i guess who won the face of the revolution ladder match that's the important oh, okay. thing the and focus. that's what the focus is listen mm-hmm. uh, you're naming these matches my head is yeah. just doing mm-hmm. that thing where numbers are flying around mm-hmm. it because honestly i just keep thinking about scorpio sky climbing to the top of the ladder and grabbing the brass ring which was a literal brass ring that sky mm-hmm. said weighed 30 pounds super heavy yeah so heavy yeah. it was it, it, it was difficult to get off of the hook you know which creates another obstacle for uh you know the guy the climber but you are mm-hmm. right i was victorious i climbed and no taking away from me uh whether i was won the tnt championship or not i'm still the face of the revolution that can't mm-hmm. be taken away from me and the revolution mm-hmm. continues I agree. I completely agree. Now you 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 hinted at it, and so maybe maybe we need to touch on it a little bit. Darby Allen and Sting also had a match that night that also was a pretty was a, a knockdown drag out affair against Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. It ended with Darby Allen dropping some what two floors down through a table and something and just disappearing, and then he also had to pick himself up and then go against you. Uh, on dynamite and uh for the tnt title and i think you know i think we have to crack this egg open face of the revolution big match how do you feel about what transpired in that title match face of the revolution versus the face of tnt Mm -hmm. uh our first matchup in aew Mm -hmm. first time a lot of people got to see darby allen and i on the same screen at the same time i thought it was a really good match Honestly, mm-hmm. it's one of those times that you know, obviously you're competitive when you're in the ring and you're trying to win. But at the same time, you know what's going on. You understand where it, when it's like this is a good match. You know, this is mm-hmm. this is something that people are doing. You just kind of feel it. Um, so that being said, I'm sure people were happy with it. I think it was a really, really good match, a really competitive match. 
but I just felt like the wrong guy won. You know, mm-hmm. um, I felt yeah. like if it was on a point system, I probably won most of those rounds, 10, nine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like I, I, if it was an MMA fight that I, I won four out of five rounds and, and uh, still walked away without the title. You, you kind of, I mean, you said it yourself, the face of the revolution, you know, it may not, I mean, I personally think that if you were to come out wearing the brass ring, no one would complain, you know, just make it a belt essentially. Um, and no well, one can take know, that from you. When Deontay Wilder lost to Tyson Fury in their big heavyweight fight a year or so ago, mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder wore this, uh, extravagant ring jacket to the ring and he said Mm -hmm. that one of the reasons why he lost that fight was because it was so heavy he said it was like 45 pounds or something and Mm -hmm. it just weighted weighed on him so he had no legs and i thought about that i said i'm not bringing that that ring Mm -hmm. to the ring because i'm not gonna carry an extra 25 or 30 pounds and wear my legs out but the reality Mm -hmm. is my legs were already a little you know uh, being completely honest with you, I don't completely have my legs under me yet. Uh, that was only my second match back. I'm not making excuses, but uh, mm-hmm. only my second match back from this injury and this time off I've had. So I'm still working my way back, but mm-hmm. I do feel like I was at my best. So that's yeah. why I'm saying I'm not taking, uh, I'm not making excuses. I do feel like I was at my best. I do feel like I performed really, really well, but it just gives me encouragement because I can be better. Uh, and oh, yeah. I don't think this is over. Yeah, it for sure doesn't. I'll tell you this much. Uh, if, if for those of you listening who haven't checked out Dynamite last week, I don't didn't feel like the end of me, but I'm sure we're going to find out more about that soon. I'm not going to press you too hard on it, Sky. I, I, uh, I thought I, it was a great I, match. I, listen, listen, I want to press just a little bit. Okay, you're going to press. Eric's going to press. I want, listen, this is what this is what I do. I get in there okay. and I get this, mm-hmm. I get the scoops. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sky, <laughs> what's it like wrestling someone that weighs maybe 100 pounds less than you? Uh, is that, nah. do you feel like being able to German, do you think being able to German suplex him four or five times again and again and again and, and <laughs> into a corner and then hit him with a cutter on the outside? Like, is there, I, I mean, you look at everyone that you wrestled in that ladder match and you weren't the biggest guy and you weren't the smallest guy, but in this Derby match, you were by far the biggest guy. Uh, so what is that like? Is that like a changing game plan? Is that. You know, especially when you don't have your legs totally under you. Is that, you know, is that something? You know, usually almost every person I face, uh, most of the time I'm actually the smaller opponent um, mm-hmm. or our equal size. I'm usually the faster opponent. Um, and so it, it was a little different uh, wrestling someone smaller than I am. And um, maybe faster. I don't know. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty quick. Uh, his style is very, very much based on, on quickness. And so my style was to kind of slow him down a little bit and, and use my power because I, I, I've got more experience, more strength, more power, and I hit harder. Uh, and my hand actually still hurts. At one point, I hit him with a right hand that uh, you would make Mike Tyson proud, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just uh, didn't, I should have followed up, you know, sometimes a little ring rust, you know, you, I might have mm-hmm. been able to put him away off of that. But um, anyways, uh, I was a little thrown off about how his wrestling, he, you know, because a lot of people don't know Darby Allen as a mat wrestler. And so mm-hmm. he, he got me on a few exchanges early. Uh, but being the champion I am, I made adjustments. And it mm-hmm. wasn't too long before he was uh, on his face, on his back, getting, getting rubbed around, getting stretched. 
And um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I again, I feel like I won two to three uh, or three or four out of five rounds if it was an MMA fight, but somehow he yeah. walked away as the champ, man. Well, I mean, he kind of limped away after I think a right, heel Eric. hook. Okay, all I'm right. I'm just saying. Eric. I'm all just right. saying. I'm okay. just pointing out what happened. Yeah, dreaded okay, heel hook. Yeah, that's a dangerous a move. Heel, man. It's a heel hook. It's a very, no very deal. dangerous move. A lot of people like, and you don't really see it in wrestling, and a mm-hmm. lot of times you don't even see it in MMA and in, or and uh, in just certain jujitsu competitions they don't allow you to do it because mm-hmm. you can absolutely tear a guy's knee up and uh, you can hurt his Achilles and uh, or his heel and all, all of that. Like uh, it's a very, very, very dangerous move. And so I don't know. It was just there, and I just. Uh, you know, I'm going to get into this. I'm going to talk about it on Dynamite this week. That's a good idea. Okay. I think I'm going to okay. I'm going to talk about it on Dynamite. Yeah, so yeah. Tune in this Wednesday. I'm going to get into some specifics about that. That's all I'm going to say for right now. You got to you got to pull back a little bit, Eric. All right, you got to lay off a little bit, okay? It's not a big uh, you know, dangerous move. Yes, danger sure it's dangerous. Darby Allen is a skater. If anything, he has strong ankles. You got to develop strong ankles for that. So it's not like Come on. No, you're right. I want to talk. I want to talk about the exploding death match because that match, that match was a blast. No pun intended. Um, stuff going off, explosions, barbed wire. It's we, we're seeing crimson masks. We're seeing everything. Everything's coming out of this match. And then at the very end, great match. Kenny takes the win. A little bit of help. Um, but then at the very end, we're expecting this big, massive explosion. You know, I don't know if we've, we've never seen anything like this in the States. There's been matches like this in, in Japan. You see, they put the ring in the middle of a lake just to make sure no one gets hit with shrapnel. And then just kind of a poof. Kenny can't build a bomb for, for crap, I guess. Um, and now, and now everyone has to do with the repercussions of either his genius or his idiocy. And I don't know, I like, again, I don't know if we're dealing with the Joker here or what. I wouldn't, uh, count on Kenny to build a kitchen table. To be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's not take anything away from him when it comes to in ring, a tremendous mm-hmm. wrestler, but, uh, he, if I need to build a bomb, which I, I can't imagine any situation where I would. But yeah. if I did, he wouldn't be the guy I'd call. <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think I would. I'd, like, let's just see. I need to build a bomb. Let's get Kenny Omega. <laughs> like, no, that's <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know why we didn't expect it to be like this. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I think some of it, too. It feels like Kenny got in on some of the branding as well, because that match was that match was booting up and they're listing off all the stuff that could happen. And then and then it's this on the outside of the ring is the triple hell. There's the triple hell on the outside of the ring. And then it started and it's a piece of Kenny's plywood spray painted black with barbed wire in it. Dangerous. Don't get me wrong. Very dangerous. But I don't know how you get the mantle triple hell unless Kenny has named it the triple hell. And then he goes, all right, Kenny, we're ready for the triple hell trap now. And then he hands over a barbed wire thing that he spent way too long trying to figure out how to weld. Right. Like, I feel like that's where we're at. (laughs) I mean, I guess we should be lucky that it wasn't just like rolled up uh, red sticks that just say dynamite on them or something like like a kettlebell that just says bomb or something like that. Yeah, like 
I mean, I guess we should be happy. But amazing match. You know, take yeah. nothing away from the match. You know, the ending mm-hmm. was the ending. Uh, those guys are, again, it, that's another one where you're like, this isn't over. You know, mm-hmm. and Kenny and, and, um, Kenny and Moxley have been going at it since the very first AEW pay-per-view. If you go back to Double or Nothing 2019, that mm-hmm. was Moxley's debut. And he debuted by attacking Kenny. So these guys have been going at it since day one. And they're going to keep going on it. They may fight until one of them is done. And so mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a fun rivalry to watch. And uh, the matches have been tremendous. And I think we're going to see a lot more of them. Yeah. And now we know we can sell front row seats to them again because no one's going to get hurt. <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, I don't know if I said it or not on the, the little eight and a half um, episode that we did, mm-hmm. but having a, a crowd, uh, I think a revolution was the mm-hmm. biggest crowd we've had since uh, the pandemic started. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously, again, we did it safely, uh, mm-hmm. physical distanced, and, and it was in complete accordance with the CDC and everything like that. So I don't want anyone to make any you know assumptions or anything mm-hmm. it was completely safe but having that crowd back was so good you know mm-hmm. it felt like the old days even though there was only about i don't know it might have been 1300 1800 i don't remember what the number was mm-hmm. but uh having even that amount of people felt so good it felt like the old days where you actually feel the crowd and they were so energetic they were so loud and and I don't want it to make it seem like we forgot how good it was, but in a way, mm-hmm. we forgot yeah. how much the audience played into AEW when we used to have those five and 10,000 seat arenas and the energy mm-hmm. was just off the charts. It felt so good having that again. And I think that is another reason why everyone performed their ass off at the pay-per-view. And I can't wait to have that feeling again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it definitely it definitely feels like it adds a kinetic energy. And I've always felt like wrestling is it's like a two way two way sport, right? Like there's the performers and then there's the audience and one feeds the other because, you know, you're you're building off their energy and vice versa. When the wrestler is getting hype, you're getting hype. And when the audience is getting hype, you feel like you want to perform to that level. And so uh, I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see that feeling coming back. Speaking of which, I believe what April 1st in California, they announced, uh, I, I, this is a little bit of a pivot, which is mm-hmm. like a little side pivot. We can go back to uh, what we were mm-hmm. talking about. But didn't they, I believe they announced April 1st that uh, uh, we're going to be open slightly, right, for, for sporting events. And, and the MLB is going to have some fans uh, in their California mm-hmm. teams. And um, Disneyland and Magic Mountain are going to open. So that's a really positive step with showing you know obviously the vaccines are are going out mm-hmm. um i think we're 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 heading our in a good direction you know um i'm yeah. really excited about maybe being able to go to a laker game who knows maybe in the playoffs um yeah and and more importantly than that aew finally making that trip to southern california like we were supposed to uh, mm-hmm. last summer i'm really excited for that obviously i'm not making an announcement <laughs> i don't mm-hmm. want to yeah, think yeah, like yeah. hey we're coming um eventually yeah. we will be coming but uh i'm excited for that man because uh, to get back to the west coast the best coast my coast face of the revolution mm-hmm. in socal i mean that's a big big moment for me i can't wait yeah i'm excited i'm excited everything 
as long as everything is done, you know, like all these events and stuff, you know, we want it to be done safely and and can in a very controlled and make sure we keep progressing so that way we can have our lives back again and we can see wrestling live again and go to shows and everything like that. I'm super excited. Um, 100% safety first. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. This episode of Wrestling with the Week is brought to you by Honey. These days, it feels like online shopping is the only shopping we really do. And that's where today's sponsor, Honey, comes into play. It's the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and automatically tests them when you're checking out. Honey is basically your online shopping best friend. And here's how it works. You get Honey on your computer for free in two easy clicks. Then when you're checking out on its over 30,000 supported sites, Honey pops up and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You just wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons from that site. And if Honey finds working codes, it'll apply the best one to your cart. Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings and supports all kinds of retailers from tech and gaming sites to fashion brands, even food delivery. It's simple. If you have a computer, Honey should be on it. It's free and works with whatever browser you use. You can get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash week. That's joinhoney.com slash W-E-E-K so they know we sent you. Give it a try and see how much you'll save today. Thanks to Honey for supporting today's episode. This episode of Wrestling with the Week is sponsored by BetterHelp. Mental health check-in. How are you really? And what do you need right now? Therapy can help. Sometimes it's about taking a step back and recognizing that you need to talk about what you're feeling. In 2021, talking about mental health is finally a thing, and that's why we're excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. What is therapy exactly? It's kind of whatever you want it to be. Get some tools to help with motivation, depression, anxiety, battling your temper, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work, it's kind of whatever you need. It's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And right now, you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash wrestling. That's betterhelp.com slash wrestling. Speaking of safety first, I found some shoes that I want you to review. We talk a lot about wrestling on this. Obviously, we have perspectives on wrestling, but we have also we got some amazing messages from people during the pay-per-view saying this is the first time I've ever watched wrestling and I'm having a great time. So we want to make sure that we're not leaving those people behind and still talking about the things that we love to talk about, the things that just kind of entertain us. And, you know, as you know, Sky is the shoe aficionado. You didn't but you didn't were unable to purchase any shoes in your shopping spree post pay-per-view. Which frustrating, right? So frustrating. So frustrating. frustrating. I, I packed extra room in my bag so mm -hmm. I could buy many things, and I didn't get to buy many things. I bought like two things, but mm -hmm. I, well, I think I'm going to go home to some shoes. So that's that. No, no, my, no go on. I, show me what you got. I know, I know, I know we had talked about said some of this. The intention of this was to get me to buy shoes, but now I am also at the point where I see something and I go, 
I wonder if Sky would like this. So it, this is, I, I don't know if it's shoe review or what have you, but I came across these Thundercat Pumas. These are brand new Thundercat Pumas. And so Ooh. kind of like, you know, I was telling you that the things that I think might get me into this sneakerhead world are things that are themed around stuff that I like. Cause then it's the color, it's the colorways that I'm yeah. recognized and stuff like that. So these are the Thundercat Pumas. There's three different kinds. Um, there's the Panthro, Lion-O, and Chitara, right? I think I got all that right. Um, obviously themed after the characters. You, so you, I saw you immediately had a reaction to the Chitara. How do you, how do you feel about these shoes? I like all three of them. I, they're, those mm-hmm. are sick, man. Uh, they kind of mm-hmm. remind me of NMDs a little bit, which makes me think they're going to be really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the look and, and, and the shape of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that those are eye-catching shoes. Uh, but what's also cool is they've got the black and white pair. So if someone doesn't, you know, not everyone wants to be really, really out there and and yeah. and, uh, and flashy. So they've got that black and white pair with a little touch of red, which gives it some spice and and makes it a little less dull. Uh, mm-hmm. That's for someone that doesn't want to be so flashy, you know. But at the same time, it has some cool sneakers. So. Two mm-hmm. thumbs up on these. I'm really digging them. I have never seen them before. So this is cool. Yeah, I, I, they kind of flew under the radar. I, I literally just because uh, someone I follow on Twitter was like, hey, why is no one talking about these shoes? And I was like, why is no one talking about these shoes? I am I running that. into an issue, though, where I I'm like looking at those. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I might I might buy these shoes like I might get them. But then they don't have them in my size. And then I don't know. It's like only the only shoes I have pretty big feet. And so that already puts me at an outlier in a world where things are already so cutthroat and competitive to get them. So that sucks, um, man. That sucks. Yeah. Come on, Puma. Let's get some 13s. What are we get doing? Get some 13s. Right now I'm looking at it. They have the because I would probably go with the line, either the Panthros or the Lionos. I really like them all. But I do think that maybe the little uh, cheetah print. I don't know that I could ever possibly in my wildest dreams pull off the cheetah print, but um, those are sick though. Those are sick. If anybody out there comes across a size 13 of these shoes, please reach out to us. WWTWPOD mm-hmm. on Twitter yep. and Instagram. Reach out to us. Let us know. Send us a link mm-hmm. or you can maybe just send a pair to our PO box. I'm checking so many boxes here i love it oh wow nice uh, job let, <laughs> let's get james these shoes yeah me i'll i will meet you in any dark alley you want uh <laughs> i will bring cash european european money um <laughs> re- genuine european money to get these shoes yeah no they only have a seven a seven point seven and a half and an eight i'm like who's that for? whoa okay so those are just were very small i was say, are they kids shoes yeah, wait I well, so. did i stumble across the children's section um but yeah so okay so they're cool okay good good yeah i just want to make cool. sure those that are really those cool. are that those are all right i'm trying um, to remember if i bought mm-hmm. some shoes like am, am i gonna have some shoes when i get home uh off of this trip waiting for me i know i bought some stuff before i this trip that should be have sh- shipped home so i mm-hmm. love coming home to boxes but I'm, yeah. i don't remember if i bought shoes or not so i don't know it'll be a nice surprise uh what if what if what's you shoes are art do you think that how much money do you think you would ever spend on a piece of art how much was the most you could possibly imagine Mm, i bought some pretty cool art for my home when Mm -hmm. i first moved in where i live right now about two years ago maybe spent like 150 dollars on 
two or three photos total, like uh, not mm-hmm. each. So yeah, I'm not a huge like spend money on art guy. Like you know, I'm just I'm not in that tax bracket. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, yeah, and I don't even know if I would. Like I could have Scrooge McDuck money, and I don't think I'm going to uh, be you know dropping a lot of coin on art. You know, I'm a mm-hmm. sneaker guy. So but so- why, why do you ask? So you probably wouldn't be willing to spend $69,346,250 on a piece of art by an artist named Beeple, would you? <laughs> no, no. What? what if, here, How much money do you, you have to have let, to you can actually spend that on art? Let me, <laughs> uh, let me show you the art before you make your final decision. This is this happened only recently. So we're recording this on oh, a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. On a Thursday, this piece of art sold today. Um only a few short hours ago uh for 69 million dollars 369 million dollars basically. Let's just say 69 million. We'll round down. Um so when I and, saw that pop up yeah. on the preview I mm-hmm. thought, oh, we're having some technical difficulties. Like, <laughs> like it's like scramble vision. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. Hopefully they get that worked out. But that's the actual art, huh? So that's the, that's the actual art. And it, it is, it is five, I guess it's 5,000 JPEGs of a bunch. It's very large. It's a, what if I, it's a very large image. It's 21,000 pixels by 21,000 pixels. So it is pretty big. Um, but I, I think care. the big thing, I mean, obviously the big thing about it is that this is, this is, it's a one of a kind weird to say, I don't know that that matters, but we, a couple of weeks ago talked about, we were talking about the top shots and how people are buying clips of basketball plays and highlights and they're selling for like hundreds of thousands of dollars because they are encrypted with uh, one of a kind numbers. So that way, if you have this clip of lebron james doing a layup you own that clip people can copy it people can watch it on youtube but you own that clip and it's like new trading cards that whole scene has now really got embedded with art um and the art scene and so again they're non-fungible which means that the person who paid 69 million dollars for this art has that has the that version of the art verified it uses crypto currency technology um there's a lot of good about it which is that the you know things can't be illegally copied it's always going to be verified there's a lot of bad which is that the amount of energy required to verify this art is astronomical like i have heard not necessarily for this one but some pieces of art and this is a underground kind of art scene so a lot of the we i was showing some to eric earlier there's images that we can't show on this podcast. They will absolutely, it won't be not canceled yet. It will be completely 100% canceled, but suffice <laughs> to say, Pikachu in compromising positions. Oh no. Uh, some, some of our favorite, mo- our most favorite pop culture characters um, doing things we'd never want to see them do. Um, but it is encrypted into uh, that technology and uh and this there's pieces of art that are using so much energy that it's like i've heard up to like 200 years 
worth of a single household's energy expenditure to be able to encrypt some of these things. I again, I don't know exactly how crypto works and the people that do are very enthusiastic about that information. Um but that is that level of technologically advancement is why I guess this is so popular. And so, but either way, 69 minutes, so you wouldn't know. So let's one last chance. $69 million. Even if I I had $69 million, uh, you know, 10 times over, I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. However, I will, I don't think I can, I don't know if I can actually show this, but I saw this, uh, this TikTok video. I actually saw it on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it was a picture of Kobe Bryant and like young Kobe, like Mm Froby. And it was super, super cool. But mm-hmm. the the woman that drew the picture drew it by writing Mamba nine thousand seven hundred and twelve oh. times, and so mm-hmm. like I have it on my phone. I don't know if it, you can actually see it, but because of you know, but like I'm gonna zoom yeah. in. You can see oh, right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So that is that image is drawn by uh, just writing Mamba nine thousand yeah. seven hundred and twelve times. Wow, that's pretty cool. That now is that's, really cool. That's, that's worth it, right? That's cool. I'll pay $69 million for that. No, I won't. I was going to say, I don't know I'll that pay I'll like, pay. Yeah. I'll definitely pay, you know, some money. Something. It, you know? Yeah, something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love, I love what, I'm not an art aficionado by any means, but I love when the process is like part of it. And that like, isn't an added benefit. It's not like, to, it's an amazing piece, but someone was like, you know, it's too easy drawing something that's 100% lifelike. <laughs> <laughs> what if I force right. myself to write Mamba a hundred times? That's um, pretty nuts. I think that's cool. I will tell you what also is amazing. This is not even on the format, but mm-hmm. all day yesterday we were talking about how funny this is and and just couldn't stop singing it. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? Like, I think it's like a Geico commercial with the the old rap group tag team. No, <laughs> Where I it's haven't. like scoop. There it is. Scoop. <laughs> you haven't seen no. it. It's no, like the best that. commercial ever, and they're like doing ice cream, and they mm-hmm. like, they have like new lyrics, and it's like um, it's like chocolate peanut butter cookie dough. Scoop. There it is. Like, like it's it's just so you have to look it up. Like, like YouTube okay, it after right. we finish the show. Like okay. And the funny thing about it is just like the the people that aren't. The, the rap group tag team that are mm-hmm. in the commercial are just like dancing and they're like going so hard on the dance. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one guy and he's literally just like, scoop. <laughs> it's like, like people out there know what I'm talking about. This is a great commercial. It's so, oh my God. Like, you know, a, there's nothing better than a, well, there's a lot of things better than a great commercial. Whoa. But when it comes to yeah. commercials, there's nothing better than a great commercial. Here's a here's my I googled it just now I googled Geico tag team commercial and it came up and so I'm I'm watching it right now I don't I can't hear it but I am watching it except that the next video down is a video that says who are the rappers in the Geico dessert commercial Whoa that's and some I'm new like cool stuff Yeah why are you you don't know you don't know, like if the That's very least you know school. the song. And also, I mean, in the it, it, he's literally wearing a tag team jacket in this commercial. Uh, now I'm pissed off. People don't know who tag team is, man. This is that's a new school. Like uh, tag team's old school, you know, like we're showing mm-hmm. our age even mm-hmm. talking about this, you know, like. Yeah. Life is different. Life is different. Can this, you imagine like if our, our parents generation was like, God, I love that Geico commercial with the temptations, you know, <laughs> they're just yeah, like, yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's the it's the perpetual rivalry between young and old. Very yeah. much like the rivalry that we're seeing unfold between MJF and Chris Jericho on Dynamite oh, this week. Segway. Look at that. Yeah, we that's what we need. We need a graphic of Segway. It shoots out. Um, and it plays and it plays scoop. There it is underneath it. Um, yeah, so before we're running out of time, so I want to make sure we at least touch a little bit on Dynamite outside of your match against Darby Allen. Um, so we mentioned that tag team match with Chris Jericho, MGF Inner Circle didn't go so great, and it went even worse on Dynamite when Chris Jericho, his inner circle was attacked. It looked MJF has formed his own squad of of dangerous, just just I mean, what I would say, angry bald guys. That's <laughs> that's, the, that's the name of it. Um, wait a minute. So, no, wait, wait, hold on. Where's my invite? <laughs> um, you don't want to be in this group. You got, you got, you got face a revolution to run. Um, but yeah, so now it looks like the the inner circle is maybe not a circle anymore. I mean, this circle is pretty jagged around the edges. Um, I mean, is Chris but, Jericho okay? I mean, did you see what happened? Like, yeah, that was pretty wicked, man. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy though. I'm just gonna make it a point here. Like, maybe I'm crazy, but. Uh, I might be, I felt like I was in the twilight zone sometimes because I, I, I mm-hmm. might've been the only person looking at MJF and Jericho and thinking this can't work, right? Yeah. Eventually <laughs> yeah. based off these two guys, you know, you ever yeah. known two people that get into a relationship and you're like, Oh boy, they're dating. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't see this working at all. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This is kind of one of those situations. Was it not? Yeah. It definitely felt like two, the two magnets when you have two North magnets and it's like, okay, they're both supposed to be similar, but anytime they try and touch, they're going to, they're going to shoot off to the side or whatever. It did. Science. It looked like it was impossibility. Oh, you're hitting us with science. Yeah. It's the science. Oh, this man. is, yeah. I analyze people's personalities using science. Holy <laughs> cow. That personality was like, doctor. That was deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was really good. But <laughs> Yeah, it, so so definitely some fallout there, you know, and and I also think we saw speaking of maybe speaking of people taking a little too far after the after the matches ended, uh Britt Baker really really going crazy in her match, which is like it seems like seems like there's some frustration in AEW right now. People they want to be moving up, they want to be moving in the ranks, they want to be changing their the the card that they've been dealt. And they aren't sure how to do that in the limitations of the ring. And so then their things are falling out in other places. And I just, I just wanted to real quick get your thoughts on that before we kind of wrap things up here. Well, uh, I think a lot of times you feel like your in-ring wins and losses, you know, obviously they matter. But sometimes they don't matter in the public eye. And uh, if you see an opportunity to just go out there and make your own moment, sometimes that's what you have to do. And I mm-hmm. believe that's what the motivation was behind Britt Baker, myself, and mm-hmm. a lot of other people. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. gonna make our moment. I have a yeah. tremendous record myself, thirty-one and thirteen. Of course, I'm gonna make this about me again. Um, Please anyways, do. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm like, I believe my record is like thirty-one and thirteen. Well, I guess thirty-one and fourteen now, but. Um, uh, still a very, very, very good record. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, 
I don't feel like I get the respect I deserve, and so I'm sure Britt Baker is the same. So you just got to mm-hmm. go out and take your respect sometimes. Well, good news. We've, we've, we've reached out to our audience to manifest your respect, okay? Not that you necessarily need it from us, but we did it on, uh, on Sunday night when you took that brass ring, okay? I put out the call. Uh, we put out the call that if people out there were drawing parallels between the brass ring and Sonic the Hedgehog's magical golden rings. <laughs> and, and so we put out the call. If we got fan art of you as Sonic the Hedgehog, we would show it on this podcast. And I hold that true. I say if it comes in six months from now, we'll show it. I don't care. <laughs> okay. But for, I'll for still now, be the face we have of revolution. You'll still be the face of the revolution, which is another thing. That's if that's a title that you don't ever have to put on the line. So, you know, win, lose, or draw, nothing changes for you. Um, that's not something other other champions in the in the uh in AEW have to worry about. But um, so I uh, I just want to show off some of this. Eric, do you have uh do you have some of that fan I art? I do. We, okay. This first one is from G seven three one Joshi. On Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. I like this one because it includes James yeah. as Tails. Yeah, I, that's what something I didn't predict um, when putting out the call for this was that I would also be integrated and in, and not as Knuckles. You know, Knuckles no. is kind of like you know an ally, but Tails the uh, sidekick. But I'm okay with it. You know, I'm okay. I have respect for all Sonic characters. So yeah, that's an, some am- amazing Photoshop. Sky uh, with Sonic's hair and me with Tails is everything. Okay, this we one, have one. Mm-hmm. This one is from Mr. Jerry, J-R-Y-Y-Y, course, which hello, is Jerry. very similar to the other one. However, mm-hmm. this has hand-drawn Sonic the Hedgehog hair. Uh, I see. Holding the ring, going mm-hmm. to after the Chaos Emeralds, mm-hmm. really strong stuff. <laughs> yep. um, I like this one a lot. Let me show mm-hmm. you this hand-drawn one. By Lil Roosh. Okay. What is Sky? What did you think of that? How are you feeling about these? <laughs> okay. This Sky, is probably, do you like being Sonic? Uh, this is probably a good time for me to point out that I don't know enough about Sonic <laughs> to understand what a Chaos Emerald is. Or, I mean, I, I do remember the rings because I would play Sonic as a kid. So I do get that reference. But as far as anything beyond that, I'm kind of lost. <laughs> so I'm just kind of like, don't worry. A lot of these are. Whoo, I will be your guide. <laughs> Don't worry. You you've picked the you've come to the right place. Um so okay. Yeah, go this ahead. one with ahead. this one from Lil Roosh R O O S H on Twitter. Uh, like a rapper. J- mm-hmm. Right, that's what I'm saying. Uh Sky looking cool, holding the ring high above his head mm-hmm. with Wait, his is beard. That me? Uh, yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's you. That's yeah, your you, Sonic the Hedgehog you on the see, left. You, you could see yeah. it's it's you got the beard there, the same facial hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. then here's James on the right. He's yeah. got a chaos emerald and he's yeah. got cool little hair kind of yeah. swooping. You can see my swoopy, swoopy kind of right. hair. I, mean, yep. I know I haven't had, I haven't been able to do too many leg days in a while because of my injuries, <laughs> but come on. Am, mm-hmm. I, am my legs really that small? Like, uh, well, what's going yeah. on with that? 
let's get our final interpretation from <laughs> Dino Champ. Tell me how you're feeling about your legs in this one. Dino Champ coming through wow, with that okay. Sonic Adventure 2 pose. Look at you. I feel mm -hmm. like you like this one. This is the one. I really, really like this one. Like, I actually, uh, I would love to put this on a t-shirt or something if Dino Ooh. Champ would allow me. Uh, that's That's pretty badass. I love that. Got your yeah. gear right. Like yeah. the, the boots Great. are looking good. You're yeah. cleaned up. Like your like the edges look good on that beard. Damn. I've got this cool this pose. Look at that. Yep. That's this badass. Is, this is this is one of the things where <laughs> it it can't it, someone can make it so quickly. And maybe I'm just not an artist. I'm no people. Um, but uh, <laughs> would you pay sixty nine million for that? Um, but uh, I feel like I see it and I go. How do we know that this person, Dino Champ, wasn't already working on something like this? Like the, the idea of being able to get it done in the time that we asked for to now. I'm like, it's so, so out of my abilities and capabilities that I, I, think was, like, I was yeah. like, yeah, I think it's called the pandemic. And, uh, and a lot of us don't have time. So That's some people fair. do art really quickly. And and I start playing video games and become obsessed. So, you know, it's different mm -hmm. things yeah, that we have, though. So yeah which i'm very well, excited to get home to do so i can start my playoffs you know we don't need to go into that subject mm -hmm. but uh you know because i know we're almost done but yeah i have not played in about a week and a half i have got my playoffs coming up um i'm very excited mm -hmm. i have but i will say this this yep. pisses me off a little bit i went okay. back i started over remember i told you that and i said mm -hmm. i'm gonna play all 82 games 12 minute quarters every single game in nba 2k mm -hmm. i got to the final, I believe, four games of the season. And I mm -hmm. played every single game. And then I accidentally hit sim regular season and skipped a game. One game. Only one game. But I skipped yeah. a game. Yeah. And so when I'm done, which I have two more games to play, but when I'm done, I will have played all 81 of yeah. 82 games. And that's kind of infuriating to me. Yeah. Well... You know, there's always 2K22 or do whatever. Do I start over? <laughs> do I start over or do I keep going? I don't know. I mean, you have to finish it. Yeah, finish it. But I mean, what's that's two games, right? Like, I think I think at least you were so close to the end when it happened that you might as well just just plow through and then finish it. And then and then when you start over again, just, yeah, maybe steer clear that button. Yeah, well, one of my buddies more. said he's he, he gave me the tip of turn auto save off and um, oh yeah yeah and then that way every time you log out it will unsave whatever you did but you can obviously save whatever you want and so like if i had mm -hmm. done that prior i would have sim passed that game and i could have just signed mm -hmm. out and signed back in and it wouldn't have done that so that's why part of me is like ah oh, man do i start over <laughs> do i just delete yeah. my file and go back and and start over um I don't know. I probably won't do that, but at the same time, it's very, very tempting. Um, mm -hmm. They they just you know updated a lot of stuff in the game. You know they've got the new uh, All Star jerseys, and hopefully they're going to add these earned jerseys in. And we can talk a lot about that in the next episode. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll let people know whether I'm going to go on to the playoffs and try to win another championship, or will I start over and just get back to doing all 82 games 12 minute quarters and see what happens i don't know i'm frustrated let me let me let me put it out here 
you we can ask the audience what they think we can you know we i I don't want you to have to hold off on playing maybe i have to do a couple exhibitions in the meantime (laughs) no it's not up to the audience that's like that's like sim in a game right i'm going home tomorrow and i am playing tomorrow i'm not gonna wait until this episode comes out to hear what people say i don't care what you guys think that much no i do well, really yeah, but... how about this? We'll put up we'll put up a poll anyway, and but just know when you're responding to the poll on uh, WWTW Pod uh, on Instagram or Twitter, you can find us anywhere. Um, when you're responding to the poll, just know that it's probably your your choice is insignificant, and the decision has already been made. <laughs> um, but I'm just curious to see what people think in just as a moral conundrum. Yeah, what what most people would do in this scenario? I am too. I'm Listen, curious. I. I I know we got to go home. I know we're right at the yeah. end, but could you imagine having this conversation when this show started where you're talking about Sky, you're talking about auto saves yeah. and mm-hmm. like all like, yeah, when mm-hmm. you log out, like all this stuff, yeah. you were just like, yeah, I'm not a video game guy. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. not only that, like, do I start over and read and, and th- this takes months of yeah. work. Like I can play at most two to three games in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know they're forty-eight minute games, and then timeouts, and yada yada yada. So it's over an hour, and I, I, I do have things to do. You know, even <laughs> if I'm home, and so uh, I can get through two to three games in a day. And so mm-hmm. think about two to three games in a day, and eighty-two games plus an all-star yeah. game plus all these other things. So I'm very much like oh, I don't know what I should do. Should I start over mm-hmm. or just keep pushing and go on into the playoffs? I don't know. I got to figure it out. Yeah, well, you you decide we're going to pull the audience and see what they think. And I think that's all the time we have this week. Um, and so yeah, there's a seg. Nice job. Um, and so thank you, everybody, as always, for watching and listening. Um, please check out Dynamite this week. I'm going to be checking out Dynamite this week because I want to hear what Sky has to say. Very interested to hear what Sky has to say, given everything. And uh, and yeah, anything else, Sky? Nope, nope. Uh, everything's uh, pretty much covered. We uh, we've got. We'll be back right next uh, next week for episode ten. Mm-hmm. Ten episodes. You've got the shirt on. Not canceled yet. That is badass. Episode ten. Episode Dark Order member ten. That's like mm-hmm. really cool. You know, like I'm yeah. ten episodes in. That's special. You know, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah thank you everybody we're not canceled yet thank you as always for watching uh for listening um tell a friend if you think this is fun tell a friend we we really genuinely loved getting those messages about people who are like i have never watched wrestling before and i'm having such a fun time because i feel like it's a personal relationship with it we we'd love to be your stepping stone into that world or just kind of be a point of view and then you don't have to step into it at all you can just enjoy the show um it's a it's a blast uh sky uh, i love hearing your perspective on everything's and 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 it's just it's it's a good time so uh thank you everybody for watching listening and we'll see you next week Gotta push through it all, you the one, you the one, do it all 
You the one, do it all. 